You're listening to I'm Not 20 Anymore podcast with Shakira McPherson, your host. And today we are talking about vulnerability. So stay tuned because I don't know the last time you've been vulnerable or in a vulnerable position, but um, I have. And so I want to talk about that because that's a topic we don't really talk about and don't really um, say too much about. But today, I want to get a little bit into that because it's a sensitive subject, shall I say. So stay tuned and keep listening. Welcome to I'm Not 20 Anymore, the podcast for women 30 plus. This is the place to gather the info you need to know, need to learn, and need to grow. Well, hello, 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 girl. It is a new week, new day, new opportunity. So today I'm talking about something that touches me a little bit, right? So I mentioned at the beginning, it's all about vulnerability. Now, I'm from New Jersey. I do have a slight accent when it comes to saying certain words, (laughs) So if I start to say that word a little too often and you probably don't understand it because I'm slurring it or I have a little bit of, I guess, a northern accent, um, just disregard that, okay? (laughs) But vulnerability. Now, I came to talk about this this week. Now, first off, I hope you had a great last week. And if you are new to this podcast, welcome, 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 welcome back for those that have been consistently listening. This is my episode nine, and I'm so excited that I've actually done nine episodes. This is just the beginning, and I'm just so in tune with what's going to happen, especially next year, because I have some plans in mind that I'm starting to work on. And hopefully by August, I'll have some newer announcements. Uh, In the meantime, I want to chat with you today. Now, this will be mainly brief because um, it's just a quick topic and something I want to hit on so that you can use it throughout your week, your month, your day, whenever you're listening to this, whether it's night, evening, or something that you're personally um, dealing with or something that uh, you know someone is dealing with and you want to share it, please, by all means, share, like, rate, um, if it's good, share if it's good, share if it's, just share it, period. So vulnerability. Now, I had to look up this word because I'm a definition person. I like to look up definitions. I like to learn new things. It's just important. And I think that it's necessary. Right. So vulnerability is the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility, quote unquote, of being attacked or harmed either physically or emotionally. Now, I know many people already know what the word to be vulnerable is, but a lot of times we don't like to embrace being vulnerable. So for instance, I have worked in a call center environment. I don't currently work in a call center environment, but I have at least for about 10 years of my life and my working life. And in that, I have seen myself grow from a entry level position all the way up through management. Um, and so in that process, I've had to be vulnerable in a lot of areas because sometimes when you're growing, it's, it's harder to admit that maybe you have to change and it's not someone else. And I was a real hard head, like 
when it came to things that I thought I knew. I know, I know how to do this, don't tell me. But at the same time, someone always may know something more than you and you have to, even if you know it, if they're in a higher position, you have to treat them as if you don't know it so that they can kind of feel like they are training you or teaching you something. You don't want to always act like you know everything and everything that you do is right. So a lot of times, um, even as a manager, I used to have to have tough, tough conversations with people that uh, were on my team or reported directly to me to let them know that um, they were not, they were performing well in certain areas. It was coaching opportunities is what I call it. And they were performing well in certain areas. But then I also had to mention at least two things that they can improve upon. And you want to, of course, say that in the best way possible and not just say, here's what you suck at, because that's what you want to say. Here's what you suck at. But you can't say that. So you're saying, here's some opportunities that you may have missed when you had this interaction with this client. And that gives you the opportunity to share or maybe play a call, listen to that call and find out if they can pick up what they may have, uh, the opportunities that they missed, or if you need to let them know that. A lot of times I always uh, had the approach of, I'd rather the person pick out the areas that they could be better in than me just sit there and say, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, you didn't do this, you could do this better. Because sometimes it's like you're beating up on a person. And that's where that definition comes. You know, you're being attacked. I'm attacking this person, whether it's emotionally or physically, and some people can't handle that. So it's all in the approach of how you approach a situation or circumstance. And so a lot of times that person gets stuck on that one thing that they didn't do right. And that takes their performance all the way downhill because of how it was said and the the way that it was approached and a lot of times they end up quitting the job after that or their performance decreases um, their morale decreases and you're left with someone that has lower confidence and you don't know what they're dealing with at home so in that process, you don't know what the person's dealing with at home and they're, they're outside of work issues. And so if everything's downhill in their personal life, then they come to work and that's downhill. It sends people to another place mentally, you know, and so um, it's important to be vulnerable to kind of understand um both sides of the spectrum, me being in the manager's seat, having to deliver that information and the other party having to receive that information, not as an attack, but as an improvement of something that we both want to see growth from. Um, another area that I have experienced being vulnerable in is in relationships with um, a significant other. Um, I'm not currently in a relationship, but 
I have been in relationships in the past. And um, in that, I have dealt, you know, when people talk about being in love, it's like having that conversation with your girlfriend. And you're like, girl, you know, I just can't wait to be in love and fall in love and find me a man and, you know, just get things together and we grow and get married and have kids and you're going or whatever your your desire for being in a relationship and then your friend responds and says please I don't want to be in a relationship because it's going to be pain uh, my last time this guy broke my heart I hate relationships I hate men I hate and and then it, the, the conversation goes left and you're like wait whoa I was just just trying to talk out loud about what you know I wanted and so sometimes in relationships it that's a give and take of being vulnerable because um you have to say I love you first or you have to be the the bigger person to to not necessarily argue or go toe-to-toe but have to apologize which oh my gosh that sometimes take that sometimes um is the hardest thing to do when you feel like you were right and you're like, for the sake of this argument, I have to bow down. And it's not really bowing down. It's it's more or less just saying, I have to understand where this person is coming from. And I have to be the bigger person. Now, sometimes some confrontation is good confrontation because you need that to resolve the communication um, that you have in the relationship to be able to be a better spouse, a better wife, a better husband. But there's other times where it's just necessary that you're being a hardhead and you need to, you know, straighten up and you need to to get to that vulnerable space. And I think a lot of times when we look at vulnerability, we look at it as a negative thing, like you're vulnerable, yuck, you know, and it's like, no, sometimes being vulnerable can be a really, really good thing. Um and a very necessary, and I always say, you know, sometimes people find fault with fault, right? So as I talked about the manager um, situation, or even the relationship with your spouse or significant other, or even your friend, you know, peer to peer, people always feel like they're being attacked when someone says, this is something you can improve on. And maybe they don't say it like that. Maybe they say it differently. So you have to evaluate yourself to make sure that you're not finding fault with fault. And that, you know, that may not be their the intention of the other person. And that's the hardest thing that we have as humans, period. Like, we always feel like we're being attacked based on the past situations or past relationships or past things, uh, past hurts. And so it's like when someone says something, you're on edge ready to fight or you're on edge because you don't understand that that person, that person in particular is not trying to attack you or trying to fight you. They're trying to improve you. They're trying to grow you. But a lot of times we don't want to see it that way because that means that we have to put ourselves in a vulnerable position and try to understand from both perspectives. And a lot of times people don't want to do that. Um, So being vulnerable can be really good. You know, being the bigger person can be a good thing. And knowing that, you know, uh, you're worth it to be in a vulnerable position, like, but a vulnerable, good position to be able to share how you feel, to be able to say what you want to say instead of clamping up, not saying anything. And now you have this big blow up, right? Because sometimes you have two people, right? 
You have the person that immediately responds without thinking. Then you have the person that is internalizing everything that's being said. And they're still not responding at all. But when they do respond, they're ready to jump down your throat. Like, get the claws out. You know what I mean? Become Wolverine. Uh, because, they, <laughs> listen, I know you I know you understand what I'm talking about. I know I'm not the only one. I know you, if it's not you, it's somebody else that you know. But I know it happens. It happens in a workplace. It happens in relationships. It happens... On so many different levels, you know, but the reality, the harsh reality is this. We have trouble um, with telling the truth, like telling the truth sometimes scares us because that means that we have to be honest um, and we have to be we have to be honest with ourselves and we have to be honest with the other person. Now, I hope I'm not losing y'all when I when I'm talking about this, because this this the reason why this topic was on my mind today is because I just thought about I've been talking a lot about relationships um, with, you know, just relationships, boyfriend, girlfriend, um, dating, husband, wife. And uh, and in relationships, there's always some trials and some hard periods to deal with. And so a lot of times we have to put ourselves in vulnerable positions. I know men don't like to be in vulnerable positions, but I also let know that women don't like to be in vulnerable positions either. But that vulnerable position doesn't mean you're weak, doesn't mean you're less because honestly you're putting yourself in a smarter position cuz now you um you understand what's next you know sometimes even in the work environment right some people feel like they're vulnerable um if they think they're going to you know they always think the worst like how i mean I, I you can't raise your hand but you can respond to this podcast if you know people that always have a negative response and they always think the worst about everything, but when it comes to them directly, they know everything. It's not, like, they're like, why can't you be happy for me? Or why can't you, you know, but they're always, when it comes to someone else, they're always negative. They always, they, um, you know, they're hateful. They, it's always something wrong. But when it comes to them, it's like nobody knows trouble I see. Um, <laughs> I mean, so, you know, we have to get to a place where we're not um, numbing ourselves to the what if and numbing ourselves about being vulnerable. Being vulnerable is a good thing because you're putting yourself in position to understand. And I keep stressing that and saying that because it allows you to love people wholeheartedly. As God says, we love wholeheart. We love him wholeheartedly with all of our heart, with all of our might, regardless of anything. And to do that means you are putting yourself in a position that there is a possibility, as the definition says, of being harmed physically or emotionally or being attacked physically or emotionally. But that's a risk that is necessary because it allows you to grow further. It allows you to 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 mature. It allows you to understand how things work. It allows you to not walk around in fear and in doubt and in shame and 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 hate what you've done or hate what you've become. 
Being vulnerable means that you are living, you are alive, and you're not always so quick to just throw back and spit on people, you know, um, with your words, but you're listening to what someone is saying because they have the best interest for you. They they are genuinely interested in you. And yeah, not everybody's genuinely interested in you. And not everybody want to see you grow and, and see you flourish and see you, you know, as as we're all saying now, live your best life. They don't want you to, to live your best life. So you have to understand who's for you and who's against you. But a lot of times the people that are for us is the people that we're the most like we got the guard up. And the the gate closed. But those are the people that we have to be vulnerable to. Whether it's your boss, your spouse, sometimes even your kids, they have wisdom. Your parents. So there's so many people that we could be getting that from. But a lot of times we don't want to put ourselves in those vulnerable situations. So I just wanted to have this quick uh, podcast about vulnerability. Because being vulnerable doesn't mean you're weak. Ladies, and if gentlemen are listening, gentlemen, sir, um, it doesn't mean you're weak. It means you are alive. You care. You care what people, you don't not necessarily care what people think. You care about you and you know your worth. So if you could be better on the job and somebody is like, you're not doing this. They're not nitpicking at you, girl. They are really just trying to let you know that you can be better. And if you have a problem with being better, then you have a problem with growing. And so it's important for you to get to the root of what the real issue is and why you can't be vulnerable in certain areas. A lot of times we have health issues and we are dealing with sickness or we went to the doctor and the doctors, because, you know, they like to give you the worst case scenario. Like, you know, you have cancer and you're misdiagnosed, you don't have cancer, but they're saying that. So you go home and you're like, oh my gosh, my life is over. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to see nobody. I don't want to tell anybody. And now you're just sitting by the phone waiting for the doctor to call, but you've already said in your head, you're going to die in six months. Instead of you saying, okay, what are the precau- what precautions can I take right now? Okay, maybe I haven't been living the best lifestyle. Maybe I haven't been doing everything that I could do, but what can I do now? And so when that doctor calls, you're not like, am I dying? You're more or less like, okay, so what, what, where are we? So that I can accept what's the now, but I don't have to agree with whatever that doctor says. I can, I can choose to live better. And that's, that's ultimately what I'm trying to say tonight or today, tomorrow, whenever you're listening to this, um, is that. You know, know that you can accept where you are, understand your truth, know your truth, and be okay with being in that vulnerable position so that you can get out of it and you can have a solution to where you're going despite what anyone else is saying. But if it's feedback that they're giving you or suggestions, opportunities, or however you want them to say it, and it's going to mature you, it's going to grow you, it's going to take you to where you want to be, whether that's in a relationship, whether that's in your career, your business, your life, your spiritual life, whatever it is you're focused on, do it. 
Don't be scared to be vulnerable. That's my message tonight. Don't be scared to be vulnerable because you you don't have to worry about what people say, think, or anything. You have to make sure that you know where you are. I hope you have gotten something out of this message and this podcast. And I believe next week I'm going to have a guest. And I'm so excited because, you know, I know y'all get tired of listening to just me. But if you have any feedback or any topics that you think that I'm not 20 anymore should be discussing, uh, I will get panelists or someone of an expertise. If there's something that in particular that you feel, you know, we need to talk about that's not talked about. That's what I'm not 20 is about discussing the things that affect women that are either approaching 30 or over 30 and may have already experienced something or have not yet experienced something. And we're going to talk about it before you get there and even talk about it while you're going through it. So if some of this stuff you have never had to deal with yet, and you have never had to deal with the boss telling you that you were horrible and that you suck at your job, <laughs> and or at least that's how you're receiving it, that you're horrible and you suck at your job, take it as this, what am I supposed to get out of it? And what can I be better at? And if that's not the job for you, then you go ahead and you look for a new job that's for you. But in the meantime, understand and know your worth and know where you are. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. And until next week, let's do it again. Peace. Well, that's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it, laughed a little, and most importantly, learned a lot so that you can apply it in your week. If you're not already, please follow me on I'm Not 20 Anymore on Instagram and on Facebook. And don't forget to share this great information with your friends and family. Until next time, stay blessed, keep growing, and live every day fulfilled because, girl... You are not 20 anymore.